It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from the first one with DJ Khaled, a new podcast only available on Amazon Music. What's up, y'all? This is DJ Khaled, and this is the first one. I talk to the most iconic artists on the planet about songs that didn't change the game, but changed their life. We hear from all the A-list music stars like J Balvin, Nas, and Kelly Rowland, who tell their stories about their first hits that took them to being overlooked to being overbooked. Join me every Thursday, only on Amazon Music. Napa Know How. There are lots of amazing cars on the road, but perhaps none more amazing than the paid-off car. It may not be pretty, but the price is right. Heck, if you keep that thing running, it'll actually start paying you. Because with Napa Rewards, for every $100 you spend, you'll get $5 off. So keep your car running longer, stronger with Napa Rewards, and watch the savings start rolling in. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine. Thank you for tuning in today. New music for today. Decided to switch it up a bit. Thank you so much for tuning in on Twitter at James Erpine at Locked On Bengals. And if you haven't yet, subscribe on iTunes and audioboom.com. We've had a big couple days of shows yesterday. Adam Jones is. Good news as far as the courtroom goes. Joe Mixon, you heard from him right here on the Locked on Bengals podcast. And on Monday, you heard from Andy Dalton for the first time since the draft. So go back and get Andy's reaction to drafting Joe Mixon, John Ross, all the weapons, and so much more from Andy that on Monday. I, look, I, I want to start by discussing something. It was it was something interesting that, that I was asked this morning, and... To me, when you're young, like when you're young, even if you make mistakes, even if you're a troubled kid, there's reason to believe that maybe you turn it around. If you're 10 years old getting C's and D's, that doesn't mean you're going to be a loser. Now, your parents may tell you that. They may try to do it to motivate you so you pass that science class that's really that you're struggling at. But ultimately, let's be honest, there are zero classes when I was 10 that have an impact on what I'm doing now. The foundation might have been laid earlier, it might have been laid later, but at some point, all of us, that that fifth grade math class, probably not changing the game unless our teacher in that class affected us in more ways than what was in the textbook, whether it's spiritually or hard work or motivation or, or whatever they instilled. Ultimately, a lot of stuff when you're 10, unless it's traumatic or huge, you, you can overcome it. Usually, there will be an opportunity to overcome failing that science test or losing that homework. All of that stuff, really, in the grand scheme of things, irrelevant. And so, and and that might be a little out there, but I'll bring it back to you with this. When you're young, there's reason to believe you're going to turn it around. There's reason to believe in the potential that someone has. Right? Right? When you're young, someone might invest the time in you to get the most out of you. That teacher might stay after class to see you get a C versus an F because they want you to pass. When you're young, a coach might push you more, might not come down on you as hard, or might come down on you harder to get the most out of you because there's potential. And I look at the Bengals, 
And for the rest of forever, you're going to hear, uh, until Adam Jones retires, you're going to hear, well, yeah, the Bengals, they're not afraid to take risks on troubled guys. Adam Jones and Joe Mixon, they're attached at the hip, whether they like it or not, whether they've spoke or not, whether they're friends or not. They're going to get mentioned because why? Because there's off-the-field issues. Because they're stars and known for what they've done off the field more so than what they've done on the field. Adam Jones and Joe Mixon, forever attached. Except there's one difference. One has the potential to be better. One has the potential to turn things around. One has the potential. The other one, he sold everybody on his potential. Sold everybody on the idea that he had turned the corner. Sold everybody on the fact that Adam Jones was different. And yet, 33-year-old Adam Jones is still saying stuff like this. This audio released earlier, or actually it was last night, late last night. And Cincinnati PD released this audio. Here's some of it. It's a longer video. The video's on ESPN1530.com. But here's just a snippet of what Adam Jones said. And I, I just, it, it's so, it, it blows my mind that, that these videos, one, keep coming out, and two, that people still defend what Adam Jones did that night, regardless of what happened in court. Here's Adam Jones, and this clip isn't safe for work. This clip is one in which you better turn the sound down. No, no kids should listen to this. There's plenty of explicit language. I didn't bleep it out because I thought it was important. Here's Adam Jones in CPD. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Record this shit right quick, right quick. Right, I don't do Where your phone at? Record this shit, bro. Record it. What am I doing? What did I do? Nothing. I'm getting, I'm getting dog for nothing. Y'all some bitches. Come on, man. Come on. Let me go. Let me fucking go. Let me go. What I did? 
I'm sick, sir. Hold on, hold on. Take, hold on. Can you can you take the cuffs no, off me a little? Just a little lighter. No, they, they hit. Have a seat. Have a seat. Hey, look. Have a seat. Hey, look. They want to make sure this how you let them do me. Hey, have a seat. Have a seat. Nigga, suck my dick. Have a seat, bitch ass nigga. Hey, look. If if I could wish spit on you, I'll spit on your bitch ass dog. Sit down, sir. No, bro. You know that shit wrong, bro. So that's a, a body cam from Cincinnati Police Department. They released that yesterday. And look, I get it. But, you know, you, you can defend the language. You're allowed to cuss all you want. Here's the thing. Adam Jones is 33, and he's been arrested a ton. He was already arrested at the point cuffed. They were trying to get him in the car. He, he knows at that point th- there's no fighting it. And he kept doing it and doing it and doing it. And you're going to say, James, why do you keep talking about this? I want to talk about this very simple. I don't want Joe Mixon and Adam Jones to be associated. I don't want them to be tied together. Because as of now, Joe Mixon, as far as a a Bengals fan, and I'm not telling you how to feel, but as far as him as a Bengals player, his slate's pretty clean. And you might say, you cannot forget about that. I'm not saying forget. I'm saying from the moment they drafted him to now, He's done all the right things as far as we know. And just like Jeremy Hill and just like Drake Kirkpatrick and just like Tyler Eifert and just like whoever you want to say, Vontez Perfect, who gets lumped in too with Adam Jones, which is bullcrap because Vontez Perfect's been a good guy off the field, hasn't gotten into trouble off the field. Oh, he's had a suspension because of penalties on the field. Okay. Don't lump him in with Adam Jones. Vontez Perfect isn't doing that. Drake Kirkpatrick was reportedly out with Adam Jones the night of that incident. Isn't doing that. Isn't getting caught in trouble doing that. I don't know these guys that well. I go in the locker room and I talk to them. Here's what I do know. Adam Jones is the only one that's doing that stuff. A 33-year-old immature kid. That's what Adam is. Joe Mixon is 20 with the potential to be more. And I don't want... Cincinnati media, media everywhere, fans lumping them together like, oh, man, first Pac-Man, now Joe Mixon? No. Completely different scenarios. Completely different things. One has potential. The other has completely exhausted a lot of people that have believed in him. Mike Brown might still believe in him. Marvin Lewis might still believe in him. But damn it, most people don't. Joe Mixon hasn't done that. Until he does, he can't be lumped in with Adam Jones. It's that simple. Now, yeah, you might say Joe Mixon, what he did was way worse, and I understand. But, ultimately, the Bengals took a risk on him. They drafted him. They decided to give him a second chance. And Andy Dalton, who you've heard from on Monday, A.J. Green, you heard from last week, multiple other Bengals players support Joe Mixon. Now it's about him proving them right. You, you can't tell me there aren't players in that locker room that wonder what the hell Adam Jones is thinking when they watch this video, when they see that stuff. It's stupid. It's immature. It's a joke. And that's something that I don't want to follow Joe Mixon because Joe Mixon has the potential to be great on and off the field. He has that potential. It's up to him on whether that happens. But lumping him in with Adam Jones, no, no, no. He doesn't deserve that. 
Adam Jones is the dude that's gotten in trouble time and time and time and time again. I'm James Rapine, and this is the Locked On Bengals podcast. Follow me on Twitter, at James Rapine, at Locked On Bengals. Heading into the draft, the biggest need that most people said was pass rusher. And I understood that need being the most uh, the, the biggest need. I didn't want them to take a pass rusher in round one because I thought there were good to great pass rushers with, with potential to be great at least in the later rounds. And you heard me elaborate on that extensively here on Locked on Bengals. One of those players and one of the reasons why I was so high on picking a, a defensive end second, third, fourth round was because players like Jordan Willis, players like Carl Lawson would be available. Well, I had... The, the opportunity to talk to Jordan Willis, the third-round pick, 73rd overall pick, defensive end out of Kansas State. And I talked to him about a variety of things earlier this week at Paul Brown Stadium. Here's my one-on-one interview with Bengals rookie Jordan Willis. Jordan, how does it feel? You're, you're here. You've been here for uh, about a week or so. How does it feel to be in the NFL? Um, so far, it's just been kind of like, you know, the same experience you hear when you get into college. You get, you know, Come in, get to learn the plays, meet new people, go through the you know whole introduction process. But uh, I'm sure it's gonna start picking up and getting fun here in a couple weeks. But right now it's just kind of basic. How how was the draft itself? I assume you watched projected to be a day one, day two pick. Fell a little bit. I know the Bengals were really excited to see you there and where you, they got you. How hectic was that, or how nerve wracking was that waiting to get your name called? Um, of course it was nerve-wracking because you, obviously you want to get picked, but I mean things work out the way they work out. I mean, um, I know media had a lot of different expectations on where I was going to go, but I mean where I fail is kind of like what we assumed at times. I mean it wasn't like a big shock that it didn't happen like first or second. I mean if it happened, it happened. If it didn't, I mean I'm here now. It seems like you, you'll be in at least line to maybe get some playing time as a rookie and have an impact uh, early on for this team. They definitely needed pass rushers. I know among the media, the general consensus here in Cincinnati was pass rusher was the biggest need for the Bengals. This is uh, obviously something that you do well. So how, how exciting is it to maybe get a chance to do that early on as a rookie? Um, I mean, of course, it'd, myself, maybe. Yeah, it, of course <laughs> it'd be exciting. But I mean, right now, I mean, you know, we just did walk through today and I'm just trying to learn the plays and get all the stuff down. I mean, no one's talked to me. And we've not talked depth chart or any of that kind of stuff yet. So, I mean, I just want to, you know, learn the plays and kind of do what I did at, you know, at Kansas State, which is just, I mean, show up, work to improve every single day and then continue to grow and um, learn the system and play within the rules and, and try to make plays. Is it overwhelming at all? Get, get um, in not really. It's kind of, like I said, it's kind of like the same feeling you had when you went into college the first time. Um, just getting to meet new people, get, get around the team, um, and then just learn the plays. What's one, what's your favorite TV show? One odd odd thing, what's your favorite um, TV show? You have one? The, trying to think of it, um, House of Cards is pretty good. Gotcha. Okay, on Netflix. You watching the playoffs, the NBA playoffs? Um, I, I watched a couple games here and I watched the um, Golden State game yesterday against the Spurs. It was a pretty yeah. good game. I caught the tail end of it, though, not the beginning. Gotcha. Who do you got? Who you got winning it all? Um, I don't really have a team, but I, I'll probably trip for Golden State. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I kind of like some of their players on their team, how they carry themselves, and how they're just good, you know, good guys, willing to, you know, improve and get better, be consistent. Awesome. I appreciate the time. Yep. Thank you. I got to be honest. I've never watched House of Cards. I heard it's really good. Haven't watched it yet. Uh, that it's man. There's so many damn shows out. Like there are so many shows 
that are really good, high-quality shows with Netflix, and obviously got cable, HBO has some shows, AMC has some good shows, and, and it's just tough to be able to watch all of them. So I, I watch a show or two at a time, and uh, House of Cards on the list, but it's a, a pretty long list. Tomorrow on Locked on Bengals, well, we'll start to look ahead a little bit. OTA is about a week and a half away, so we'll discuss them, kind of discuss the, the offense, where they go from here. And I read something interesting about Vontez Perfect. We'll talk about him tomorrow as well. It's good news if you're a Bengals fan, if you're a fan of Vontez Perfect. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine. Thank you guys so much for tuning in on Twitter at James Erpine at Locked on Bengals. Subscribe on iTunes and Audioboom.com. Do me that favor. Listen every day. And if you know any Bengals fans out there that are like, man, I need some Bengals coverage. I got you covered. So, so pass us along on social media, forward it via email, whatever you need to do. Let's get the word out. Let's keep growing. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Until tomorrow. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. Did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first-round wild-card exit of epic proportions? Did you think that the Reds hitting would come around with the signings that they made last offseason? Are you wondering who is asking you all of these questions? Hi, my name is Jeff Carr, and I host the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Throughout the offseason, I'm going to take a look at these Reds, how they fix what didn't work in 2020, and how they continue their success in 2021. But wait, there's more. I'll also have interesting interviews with players, writers, and everyone in between talking about the Cincinnati Reds. Come join me on the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day.